The Australian housing market is growing at a rapid pace and it's been doing that for the last couple of years. So it's important to know what sort of factors we should consider now moving forward before we buy a property this year. In this video, I'll talk about rate hikes, lockdowns, disruptions, as well as inflation and overall conflicts around the world. If you are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, if you're looking at more access than just one or two videos on this channel, then you should definitely go check out Patreon. There's a link in the description below. We talk about all things cryptocurrency, NFTs, the market, the economy. It's all the good stuff, really. Let's dive into five factors that I would have to research about this year or consider at least as part of my research for buying a property in 2022. Number one is interest rate changes. Now, I've spoken about interest rates in great depth on numerous videos before on this channel. So if you haven't already, definitely subscribe as well as go and check out those older videos. But with interest rate changes, this means uncertainty. We know that, you know, inflation's running hot. We may have the potential that the RBA increases interest rates. And the adverse effect of that is that our loans, the cost of borrowing actually goes up. So this is something to consider. You know, you might be on a fixed rate, you might be on a variable rate. Now, of course, I don't give you financial advice because I'm not licensed to do that. But the question you may want to ask your broker or your lending manager at your bank, how long is the term of the loan? How much am I paying now? How much will I be paying if it's a fixed rate? What does the variable look like? And what other options I have right now? Now, whenever you have interest rate changes, it's more about the uncertainty or the calm before the storm because people don't really know what's going to happen. This is the same thing with the elections. Now, the elections are coming off later this year, but I think they're going to go both hand in hand with what decision people are going to make later in this year. Now, I've shared my thoughts around, you know, when I think the interest rates will move, but it's anybody's guess. The RBA does what it wants. Because hey, it's a gangster like that. And although people think that once interest rates go up, the cost of borrowing goes up, that means property prices go down. Well, historical data shows that it actually doesn't do much. We've seen numerous times when interest rates have moved up, but the property prices haven't dropped. So could we see a plateau? Could we see the market correct? Maybe. But if we're zooming out and we're looking at the bigger picture here, I think you're going to find a different narrative. Number two is migration, both internal and overseas. Now, what we've had is our borders closed really for about two to two and a half years. And we haven't had that overseas migration really pump to the level it should have. Now, in addition to that, we also know that there's a lot of uni students that haven't been able to come back and, you know, study, which means more money into the economy, as well as them renting a lot of properties. Now, yes, you might be watching this and going, hey, Australia really hasn't managed, you know, the pandemic well. And then on the opposite side, you've got a lot of people saying, hey, I really want to move to Australia because they did a really good job. But what we do know for certainty is that different people have different perspectives of how Australia managed that. What this means is that there's people overseas that could be looking at saying, hey, I really want to move to Australia. And that is going to increase because you have had a backlog of about two to two and a half years of no overseas migration or very little. So when we see this come through, they need shelter, they need housing. And how do they get that? Well, they're going to most likely be renting somewhere and they might be having to, in line with their visas, have to move out regionally. Again, it's going to be very interesting to monitor the exact numbers that are coming through. And when you see the internal migration numbers, well, I've shown you some data sets around that before. The facts are showing that there has been a migration out of capital cities into the regionals. But are we going to now see a flip where over the next two, three years, we start seeing people shift back into the capital cities, possibly. And that could definitely be a factor that we need to consider when you're looking at property in 2022. Number three is the Ukraine and Russia conflict. Now, although we're not having bombs actually in Australia, we're not having a full-blown conflict here in Australia, it's very important to pay attention to what happens overseas. It's the same thing. When we had rates going down in Australia, we were actually just following a lot of what was happening in the Federal 
reserve in the US. They've just started increasing interest rates, which means we may not be far behind when we start increasing our rates as well. But more so on the Ukraine and Russia conflict, it does create further uncertainty. When you have supply chains disrupted, you have some countries trading, some countries not, you have sanctions everywhere. This means that people are more likely to say, well, I don't really want to be investing. I may want to hold my cash because that to me is safety. It means that if something was to happen, I could actually act accordingly because I'm liquid, I have cash. Now, in addition to the whole Ukraine and Russia conflict, it could actually escalate. And if it escalates, what does that look like? more uncertainty really. It means that it could be a World War Three. it could be more than that, it could be less than that, but nobody really knows. That's why it's very important that when we are looking at our research, when we are going out there and figuring out what investment choices we're trying to make, we need to look at the bigger picture. We need to not only just focus on the micro, which is, you know, I guess Australia as a whole, but you also need to look at the macro, which is what's happening around the world and what's happening in those countries, because that may play a big part in what happens here. Now, before I jump into number four and number five, if you have enjoyed this video, so far, drop a thumbs up for the video and write in the comments down below property. That way I'll know that you've been watching all the way through and it definitely helps support the channel because we need these videos to go out to more people that really, really need it. Now, if you're someone that just discovered the channel because I popped up in your newsfeed and I was like, what's up? Then you definitely wanna be liking this video because you wanna share that knowledge with other people. There's others out there that want to get exposure to, you know, just education, then why not share the love? Number four is lockdowns and disruptions. Now, why is this important? Well, a lot of business owners really don't know if there's gonna be a lockdown and like, two weeks and we have restrictions again and I've got to shut up shop and I don't have that money for my family. Equally, you've got other businesses and employees that haven't been operating at the full potential for over two and a half years. So if we have some certainty around what lockdowns could look like, where's the pandemic really at? Are we taking control of the virus or not? I think in 2022, we're really going to figure out how we're going to actually manage this moving forward because it doesn't really seem plausible for an economy to just shut down every two to three months for another couple of months and then open up again. You just can't do that. And in addition to that, you have the government continue to try and stimulate the economy because every time they lock down, economic activity goes down. And that's not a good thing because from there we can drop into a recession fairly quickly. You couple that with interest rates going up, now you've got a disaster on your hands. So what we do with the lockdowns and how we you know, manage disruptions is a very key factor when considering investing at all, but investing into property, especially in 2022. Number five is inflation. This is our favorite word of 2021 because we knew that money was coming into the system, once the supply goes up, the currency loses its value. We probably all got a real nice lesson of basic economics over 2020 and 2021. I'm glad that we're here, but inflation pretty much means you can buy a lot less with the same dollar that you could have bought two years ago or even 10 years ago. This is why we see a lot of assets growing in price because the currency is losing its value. So if you're someone that's concerned about inflation and you believe that inflation numbers aren't really what they say they are, then you might be in a position where you go, well, if inflation's eating my dollar and I'm trying to save my money, maybe I need to look at investing as well. You might be thinking that. And that's pretty much how I think. That's why I go and invest my money. But this comes down to your own risk appetite and your own strategy. You don't simply go out there and chuck money because you're like, hey, some guy on YouTube said it. No, you need to look at your own situation. You need to figure out, hey, I've got this money here because mentally I have a more sleep at night factor, which is more important to me than just making an extra couple of dollars. And that's fair. But with inflation, we need to be very careful as a government. If they go in too hard to address inflation with you know, interest rate hikes and things like that, 
we may fall into stagflation. That is not what we want. We know that during stagflation times, it might be a better idea to have cash flow assets. So again, when you're considering your options when it comes to buying property this year, should I wait? You know, maybe property prices are gonna crash. Well, these are some factors to get you started when you start researching about what's actually happening. And if you are interested in sort of going, hey, this is too much for me to handle. Maybe I need someone else to go look for property for me. Then there's a link in the description below to my website for the buyer's agency. If you need help, we're buying property every single week for clients and we're building out portfolios. It's a road to financial freedom, right? Well, that road for a lot of people during this time has gone, hey, I can do this in a year or two years, I'll be financially free. No, 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 you need to readdress how you're looking at that. You always gotta look at the long term and you've always gotta zoom out when you're doing your research, you figure out what you wanna do, how you wanna invest, you need to have a long-term plan in play Otherwise, you take unnecessary risks, listen to the wrong people, and get screwed over. If you have enjoyed this video, please subscribe to the channel. And if you can drop a like to the video, that helps share this video out to more people, and we really need that. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys.